Welcome to The Deeper You Go, The Weirder Kits. I'm your host, Garrett Rannon. In this episode, I give you an eight-month update on my Sama. I talk about a vision I received while, let's call it meditating, and I give you a status update about the podcast itself. But before we get into that, as always, I encourage you to reach out with any questions you may have. And if you would like to support the show and to support me on this year-long journey, one of the easiest ways is to get you some podcast gear. I get a lot of compliments on the gear, and I have stickers, hats, mugs, t-shirts, and hoodies. The link for the gear is in the show notes. I also have fermented herbal tonics and pine pollen tinctures available, so please email me for more details. And the pine pollen tinctures have been flying off the shelves and for good reason. This is because testosterone in both men and women is at an all-time low thanks to pesticides, microplastics, tap water, a sedentary lifestyle, and even wacky modern ideology. And the result of all this is that most people are overweight, unfocused, depressed, have minimal muscle mass, and almost zero sex drive. Not to mention, the low testosterone is a major factor in why the masculine and feminine energies in our society are so out of whack and lacking harmony. So if you want to save yourself, save your relationship, and possibly even save the world, get you some pine pollen. My pine pollen is made with the best ingredients possible. Raw, uncracked pine pollen harvested in the pristine Canadian wilderness and organic cane alcohol. It doesn't get any cleaner than that. Also, I wrote a book. I wrote it eight years ago. It's called The Self-Sabotage Guide, Nine Behaviors Preventing You from Becoming Stronger, Faster, and Sexier. It's a ebook. It's about 20 pages. It's less than $5. So if you're interested in that, the link is in the show notes. And last but very not least, if you enjoy the podcast, please like it, share it, subscribe it, and leave a review. That is the most important thing you can do, and it will really help me out, especially if you are listening to this on the Apple Podcast app. It takes you a couple minutes to leave a review, so please do that if you're enjoying the show. Okay, so let's get into the episode. So first and foremost, when it comes to the Sama, I want to say that things are progressing really well, and truth be told, I could not be happier with the progress I'm making. With that being said, I must say that the progress has come at a cost. At month seven, I started to notice a big decline in my physical strength and stamina, My strength and stamina has been decreasing since the beginning of the Sama back in January, but around months five or six, it felt like my body was finally getting used to the lack of salt, the lack of nutrients, and the reduced calories. I wasn't feeling great physically during this time, but it felt like it was at least becoming more manageable and even sustainable. But then... At the beginning of month seven, everything took a nosedive and my body started to feel like it was deteriorating. Now, any sustained activity longer than 15 to 20 minutes wipes me out for the entire day. In fact, the other day I took a walk out to the river. I only walked about a mile total and I was not only exhausted for the rest of the day, but, my, but I was sore over my entire body the, day, the next day. So kind of ridiculous, but in general, my body seems to be in a constant state of mild soreness, my joints hurt, I get dizzy when I stand up too fast, 
I have brain fog, and I'm in a perpetual state of fatigue. And this has been hard for me to deal with mentally as I've spent my entire life being not only physically active, but also physically capable of doing just about anything I wanted without any hesitation. I've always been strong, had quick recovery, and ridiculous endurance. But now I'm a shell of my former self, which is a big blow to my ego and identity. But there is a bright side, and there's always a bright side. So remember that. First, the blow to my ego is good, as it is making me appreciate and count my blessings for having a strong, healthy, capable body in the first place. Also, I now have an increased sense of motivation to once again eat healthy, work out, get back to jujitsu, and once again make my physical health a major priority once my Sama is complete. Also, during this time, my connection with Ayauma has significantly increased, which has been really cool. I am learning a lot. I'm receiving many downloads and my songs are flowing and becoming much more polished and effective. It has been really cool to witness this transformation over the last couple months. And based on this transformation, I'm realizing that the two are related. In other words, I'm realizing that in order to connect to plant spirits on a deep level, the physical body needs to be moved to the side, so to speak. This is why the food restrictions matter during the the Sama process. I've learned that it's not so much about the things you can or cannot eat. It's about having a limited diet so that you are deprived of many essential nutrients. The lack of nutrients puts your body and mind in a weakened state, which allows your spirit to really open up and connect to the subtle frequencies of nature. Now, I know this sounds crazy and even a bit hypocritical, and well, it is. See, the Sama process is not necessarily good for your physical or even mental health in any way, but it's a process that is necessary if you want to make a strong connection with plant spirits, and it's also a temporary process. See, eating and living like this is not a permanent way of living. It is, however, a necessary process of breaking you down or burning off all the dead wood so that new growth can emerge. See, nothing is given to you for free. So if you want something, if you want to level up, you have to be willing to give something up. You have to be willing to make sacrifices. You have to be willing to struggle. And well, that's what this psalm is all about. It's a sacrifice or an initiation that is necessary for me to be able to unlock more of my potential. And it is what is required of me to transform and do something greater. It is a part of the hero's journey that I must complete so that I can help the people around me become better. So while I am suffering now physically and mentally, I have no doubt that when I emerge on the other side of this, I will be, be, I will be better, stronger, faster, more harmonized, and more connected to the natural world. So because of all this, I am loving and embracing this challenge. Okay, so now I want to talk about a vision I had about the healing process and then wrap and then wrap up the episode by discussing the future of the podcast. So the other day I had a very interesting vision while 
I was on, let's call it meditating. And this meditation vision was about the healing process. And if you're a regular listener to the podcast, then you know that when it comes to personal development, I'm trying to get people to embrace a mindset of growth opposed to healing, especially when it comes to spiritual modalities. This is because growth requires healing, but healing doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily require growth. In other words, the healing mindset is a very limited approach whereas the growth mindset has unlimited potential. But unfortunately, when it comes to spiritual modalities, the healing mindset is way more prevalent and as a result, way too many people end up becoming dependent on or trapped in a never-ending cycle of healing where they do lots of quote-unquote the work but never make any progress. And I see this all the time. People go from one modality to the next for years, but despite doing all this work, three years later, they are still talking about and dealing with the same traumas and issues they had when they started their journey. Now, this should be obvious, but I still have to say this because the world is full of extremely sensitive people who get triggered at the slightest thing. And well, anytime I seem to bring up this topic of healing, it seems like someone gets offended. So let me say this. Healing is a necessary part of everyone's journey. The world can be an extremely cruel place and many people have experienced and been through unthinkable horrific things in their lives and they need to and must heal from these events. And if this is you, I want you to know that I'm not discounting your trauma. In fact, I want to help you heal your trauma. And the best way to do this is not to focus solely on healing, but to actually focus on growing, thriving, and overcoming these events so that you can emerge a better version of yourself. And in order order to do this, at some point, you must move out of the healing phase, phase and start the growing process. So with that being said, this leads right into the vision I had. So in this vision, I was on top of this beautiful mountain, and the view from the mountaintop was something out of a fairy tale. Looking all around, I noticed that I was surrounded by lush forests abundant with wildlife, waterfalls, rivers, and lakes all glistening in the warm sunshine. And while Standing at the top of this mountain, I also noticed that there was a large, beautiful building with an amazing balcony that hung over the edge. And leading up to this building from the valley floor was this futuristic tram system. And this tram system was how people got up to the top of the mountain. Now, on the balcony was this throne. And when you sat on the throne, you became blasted by warm, golden white light that was essentially healing energy. I was then told it was my turn to sit on the throne. So I walked out to the edge of the balcony, climbed up, climbed up onto the throne and settled in. And just and as soon as I got comfortable, I was immediately blasted by the golden light. And let me tell you, it felt absolutely amazing. It felt like I was receiving divine energy directly from the source of all creation. But just as quickly as it began, it was over. When I was done, I felt renewed and recharged and even felt motivated. But I definitely didn't feel like I had received enough. 
And as you may or may not know, one of my goals for this journey is to turn myself into a Jedi, which I'm half joking about and half serious about. See, becoming a Jedi is my analogy for reaching not only my highest potential, but reaching towards the highest of heights of human potential. I've never met a real-life Jedi, and we can argue if it is possible to become one or not. But the truth is, we have no idea about the limits of human potential. So anyway, after sitting on the throne, I felt good, but I still felt no closer to being a Jedi. However, maybe if I got to sit in the chair longer, if I was able to receive more golden energy, I would be able to finally transform into a Jedi. Plus, not to mention... I also realized that it took me a long time and a lot of effort to reach the top of this mountain. And while the energy I received did wonders, I felt like I needed much more time in the throne to make the trip worth it. So I asked, can I get another round? The answer I got was, absolutely, you can sit in the chair as many times as you want. But you should know that any extra energy you receive will not make you any better. The only way this energy becomes valuable is if you head back down the mountain and interact with the real world. You can always come back if you need if you need to, but the path to becoming a Jedi happens down there, not up here. And see, I thought this vision was very fitting because the purpose of healing, as I've discussed, is not about making you better. It's about making you good enough or strong enough so that you can interact with the world. And, that, and that's what essentially happened to me on, to, on the top of that mountain. And the key words are good enough and strong enough. See, some people will never fully heal from certain events. And while that sucks, that is just the truth. And I'm realizing that the goal of healing is not about making a full recovery. It's about getting you good enough or strong enough so that you are able to get back into the game. And think about it in terms of professional sports. The highest level athletes, no matter the sport, all say that once the season starts, they are never operating at 100%. The sport takes too much toll on their bodies. They are always playing injured. And no matter the severity of the injury they receive, the goal is always to get back on the court or field as quickly as possible. See, these professional athletes, they don't have the time or the luxury to make a full recovery. They have to get back in the game as quickly as possible. It's the only way they can succeed at their sport. Sitting on the sidelines recovering doesn't help their team or even their career. Because if you are on the injured reserve too long, eventually the team is going to let you go. You are of no use to anyone sitting on the bench. And See, we become better by taking on challenges and pushing ourselves past our comfort zone. And going back to the vision, the top of the mountain represented my comfort zone. It was beautiful, safe, and it was very comfortable. Whereas the valley represented the unknown. It represented possibility. It represented all the good things and all the evil things. It represented a place where your wildest dreams could come true or your worst nightmares could be fulfilled. It was a place that could either lift you up or break you down. But that's how it works. If we want a shot at winning, we have to be willing to get involved and play the game. Sure, the game has consequences, but it also has rewards. The top of the mountain 
was actually a trap. You could easily spend the majority of your life up there healing, resting, and recovering, believing that you were doing something good for yourself. But the truth is, every minute you spent on top of the mountain was a minute lost of opportunity. And we all know that life goes by way too fast. In fact, the older you get, the faster life seems to go. So again, healing is necessary, but it is not the end goal. Healing alone will not unlock your highest potential. At some point, we need to get off the mountain and get back in the game. At some point, we can no longer afford to sit on the sidelines and watch life pass us by. At some point, ready or not, fully healed or not, we have to lace up our cleats and say, put me in, coach. See, remember, the top of the mountain will always be there, and we can go back any time. But what our heart truly desires is not on that mountain. It's in the chaos below. So with that being said, I want to talk a little bit about my journey and how it relates to this podcast. Okay, so as I mentioned, I'm starting month nine of my Sama and it's getting real. So with that being said, I'm going to take a little break from the podcast for a bit. For how long? I'm not sure. I absolutely love this podcast and have no intention of quitting for good. In fact, I'm currently working on several episodes at the moment. See, at the beginning of my Sama, I set a goal for myself of doing one episode a week for the entire year. And well, I've actually stayed true to that goal so far. However, as you probably noticed, I was a few days late on this episode, and that's because I don't have a lot of energy. So the truth is, I'm not quitting. I'm just pulling back on the goal of one episode per week. I need to focus what energy I have on the Sama, as, as that is priority number one. So I ask you to hang in there. I've appreciated all the support and all the people reaching out to me telling me that they are enjoying the podcast. So thank you. I will continue to document my journey. I am just realizing that I need more time between episodes. The podcast is and has been a great tool for my personal development and and it has been a great creative outlet for me and it's not going anywhere. It's just becoming less frequent for the time being. So with that being said, see you on the other side.